Hello there and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan with you for the next hour or so. We're going to have uh, all the different tech news. Um, we're going to be answering a few questions um, and I'll give a bit of a review of some headphones, all, all tech-related stuff. Um, so to start off with, we're going to check some of the tech news that's going around. Um, new Google initiative aims to help small and medium enterprises to recover. So Google is to give $4 million in advertising credits and grants to small businesses, government agencies and non-government organisations here in an effort to help them recover from the impact of COVID-19 pandemic. A very much needed thing, I suppose, uh, with everything that's going on at the moment. Uh, by the end of next year, the internet giant also aims to provide free digital skills training uh, to 40,000 firms and businesses. Uh, to grow with Google initiative, um, aims to help 60,000 small businesses to recover by helping them to grow online. Uh, this could include reaching new customers online, selling online and for the, for the first time and expanding to international markets or learning how to run a team virtually. Uh, despite the ongoing uncertainty, we want to show that having an online presence can have a transformative impact uh, on offline business, especially at the moment because uh, a lot of stuff is just purely online. So um, people have no choice but to... Um, uh, but to to sell things online, you hear of shops uh, uh, quickly changing themselves to online shops because they're closed, you know, and things like that, uh, especially at the beginning when there was a full lockdown. Uh, they're very excited to be able to offer and support, uh, offer support to incredible Irish business owners out there to help them to succeed. Participants will be able to access hundreds, my screen went blank there for a second, of training courses uh, via... Uh, for for free via the Grow with Google website, so that's for good. Yeah, that's in fairness. That's something that Google does pretty well is give stuff for free. I know it helps them to kind of, as I was saying last week about, they make their money out of uh, people's information. You know, having your email address, having your name and address and phone number and things like that uh, for marketing things. But still, they do. You know, like the likes of sat navs were big money and you had to pay monthly to get them updated. And now with Google, they're pretty much you know. Got, even some sat navs are just using Google software and all, you know, so it kind of put them out of business. Uh, the company also intends to make further digital skills training freely available to Irish businesses through partnerships with other organisations like the Dublin Chamber of Commerce and the Gaelic Players Association. Uh, the development has been welcomed by those supporting small and medium-sized firms. So, yeah, that's quite good. Uh, John Morgan, chairman of Recovery Ireland, says the assistance could have come at a couldn't have come at a more important time so that's very good uh good initiative being done there actually we're going to answer a question next um i think it was a lady called mary uh texted in during the week and she was asking about um just got a smartphone and is getting used to it uh said is able to put in apps and all but which is the best for video chatting and uh so i was just looking up say the top 10 different ones and I suppose the most popular one at the moment is Zoom and all these can be most of these can be our apps uh, if you look them up on Google it'll give you instructions most are just are install and then you can use it and if you have somebody else on the other side um, that that uh, would have it as well then you can chat to each other so uh, this lady was talk on about talking to her family and things like that she has kids in Australia and wants to talk to them and I suppose even with lockdown or even family that would be closer by you mightn't be able to or 
just with distancing and things like that, I mightn't be able to chat. So it might be, and it's always handy anyway, have a chat during the day, you know. <laughs> you could be at home in your house and they could be at home in their house and just have, while you're cooking dinner or something, have a chat. They're very handy uh, with things like these um, home speakers with the, with the, um, yeah, like uh, for example, Zoom themselves are on the home screen speakers. We'll say, you know, the 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 home. What are they called? I forget the names. But the Amazon has one, and uh, Facebook has one as well, and Google has one. Uh, show is it Amazon Echo Show or something like that? And the, the yeah, so they all a lot of the companies have them, and a lot of them now are after taking on Zoom as well. So you can you can literally, especially with the Facebook one, because it'll follow you around the place. But uh, the Zoom one, even you can be at home in the kitchen, have it set up, and be chatting away to somebody you know at, at the other side of the world. But um, so they say, which are the best ones though? Anyway, this was person was kind of asking that they were kind of overloaded by different ones you know they went looking up video messaging and 50 different ones came up and they were thinking, which is the best they don't want to they don't have a lot of memory in their phone and they don't want to have to install loads of them and there's a lot of setting up involved in them as well so just to get it right off the bat i suppose and but it's, it's still there's different usability in each as well so it's kind of up to yourself to try out some of the best ones without you know i've done it with photo apps trying photo editing apps on my phone Oh, I, w- I was using PixArt, but then it was behind a very big paywall to do certain things. So I said, I'll see, can I find another alternative one? And I like downloaded 20 of them just to try them out because I downloaded one, deleted it, downloaded another one, deleted tried them out. They were no good, deleted, you know, that kind of thing. And it's very hard to find. Now, PixArt is very good, but it's you can do so much. And I, I, you can even actually, I was putting stickers into a photo, you know, just doing some messing around with a photo. But after a while it'll just say it'll stop you and say do you want to, to quit or you have to quit now kind of thing or something so it was a pity but it's uh, what is it like a 10 or a month or something for a kind of a it's just more of a fun app you know kind of thing it's not a, like Netflix is something you can get it even cheaper than that and you have like thousands of movies and TV shows and everything and this is just a little app on your phone you know you maybe a couple of euro a month at the most or, or pay a once off fee maybe 20 quid and you have it for good that kind of thing uh, but it's a bit expensive to be paying all the time but anyway um, Zoom is the is pretty much the number one at the moment it kind of passed out Skype and things like that uh, so it's uh, where, where am I looking at this is Tom's guide and they say Zoom is number one best all around for video chatting works with iOS uh, Apple works with Android works with Mac or works with Android, works with Windows, Mac, um, maximum free users, the the time limit for three or more. Free, free users, maximum free users, time limit for three or more. I don't know what the time limit is, but my brother was doing one with like 60 people and they were doing it for like an hour and a half and it was no problem, or for an hour was it? And there was no problem anyway. So, do you know, uh, I'd say it's, it's pretty okay for any normal kind of use. Uh, it says it's good for friends and colleagues alike, uh, comprehensive feature set, works on all platforms. And the downside, they say, is free tier. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, free tier imposes uh, limits of three or more people. Uh, imposes limits. Oh, yeah. So there, you can have unlimited time. If you have the if you have the paid version, uh, but if you want unlimited time, you have to have less than three. But that suits. That's fine. That's actually cool too. Actually, you could have the whole family gathering, 
uh, and like it's probably you'd be fine for an hour or whatever um, with like even six or eight people so that'd be fun although you know there's a lot of talking over each other and things like that but uh, if you uh, the best thing is the one my brother did had like 50 people he was the kind of the organizer of it so he asked somebody to speak then they'll speak and he asked somebody does somebody want to chime in and you can kind of have if you have one person organizing it it works pretty okay uh, one of the best video chat apps is Zoom. Uh, it's good for reasons. Zoom is popular among professional teams, although it's also become more common for simple video chats because it's robust feature set and support across all platforms, both as local web uh, access on desktops and as a downloadable app on smartphones. Uh, Zoom's feature set is extremely robust. Screen sharing, live annotations and encryption all comes standard. Oh, the encryption is good. I didn't even know about that about it now. So it means it can't be hacked so easily. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, whether you use the free version of the app or decide to pay. Uh, if you're simply video chatting with one other friend, the free app doesn't lock anything away from you. That changes, however, when you decide to invite uh, three or more people to your meeting, at which point you have a 40-minute limit. Or maybe that's all the length of the of the podcast was so that he did the, the meeting with all of them, uh, all the MMA fighters and stuff. A uh, fifteen dollars per month uh, pro tier lifts the restrictions, so you can have up to hundred. Yeah, but if you have a business, but for normal people, even forty minutes with eight or ten people is probably plenty. So that's pretty good. It has to be said, the number of Zoom security flaws has been uncovered since the app entered the spotlight. However, the early days of the uh, during the early days of coronavirus, her, Zoom has slowly but surely addressed all these, and they still recommend it as safe to use. Uh, and a variety of individuals so that's pretty good uh, you want to get the zoom 5.0 update to get the newest version so that seems pretty good uh, skype is there was number one for a long long time so it's number two now at the moment uh, in this um, tom's guide it says it's the best easy to use multi-platform video chat uh, it works on ios android uh, windows mac web xbox as well um, oh, because it's a Microsoft um, Microsoft owner or created it even I think or maybe they just bought it out uh, maximum free users 50 you can have 50 people at the same time um, supports international call and text uh, available on all platforms business tier costs money uh, that's the downside but the, the other three were the upsides obviously uh, Skype has been a name of uh, on the list of best video chat apps for a very long time, Microsoft's offering has an impressive 50-person limit, and it costs you nothing. Like Zoom, Skype also has a browser client and is available on practically every modern computing device and smartphone. It is well suited to connecting to people who don't have devices of their own and perhaps are restricted to landlines or basic cell phone. Uh, because Skype supports international calling and texting, it's a comprehensive solution for friends and uh, family countries away. So yeah, that's another good one. Google Duo is the best video chat for Android users. Um, iOS, Android, Windows, and Mac via web. Um, maximum free users is eight. Uh, it's pre-installed on most new Android phones, easy and fun to use. Uh, it's completely free. And the downside is it's limited to eight people on a video call. Uh, for the longest time, Android lacked its own answer to FaceTime and iPhone. 
iPad, a built-in video chatting app that uh, users could easily turn to right on their device. Turn to right on their device uh, without having to search around for something. Oh, yeah, you, it's right on your device. Okay. So, <laughs> brain turned off for a minute. Something on the Play Store uh, without having to search for something on the Play Store and ask their friends. Uh, I've heard this works pretty well as well. Some uh, A lot of people actually do like podcast shows and stuff because they find it very stable and uh, reliable and things like that. So, um but I've been on Zoom with 50 people and it's been pretty good. Uh, Discord is another one. I haven't used Discord now. Best video chat for gamers. Uh, it works with iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, uh, and on Mac and web. Um, maximum free users, 10 on video call while 50, 50 while streaming. Uh, it says it's great for gaming, robust PC and mobile apps. And the downside is it lacks more work-friendly features. Uh, gamers already know Discord as a great resource for connecting with friends over text, but do you know that Discord supports video chat too? Additionally, because it allows for streaming in the app itself, it is a great way to, for some gamers to play with friends by streaming one, uh, one user's screen content uh, to the rest of the group. Uh, yeah, so it also works for video chat. Go live built-in streaming service from a max for a maximum of 10 people to 50 people temporarily. If you upgrade to Nitro, which costs a tenner a month, you can raise the streaming quality to 1080p uh, from the 720p uh, free tier. Uh, the next one is FaceTime, best video chat for iPhone users. It works with iOS and Mac only. Uh, maximum free users 32. <laughs> Where did it come up with 32 from? Uh, supports up to 32 people built in to every iPhone, iPad and Mac. Uh, has FaceTime audio, makes voice calls easy too. Uh, and the downside, it's only accessible on Apple devices. Uh, it's no surprise that FaceTime should appear on this list of the best video chat apps. Uh, Apple software was, wasn't the first in video chatting, but it is uh, the one that started it all for mobile users uh, that led to the industry towards making video chat easier and more accessible. However, today FaceTime is pre-installed on uh, all Apple hardware and supports a number of really fun and more useful features from cute and emojis, memojis and stickers up to allowing up to 32 people on a single call. And because FaceTime also has a voice call component to FaceTime audio, you can easily route calls over data or Wi-Fi wherever you like. Uh, the only downside to FaceTime is, of course, it's only on Apple. Facebook Messenger. This is another one, actually, that you wouldn't kind of think to use as much, although you might, because it's 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 pre-installed on a lot of phones and a lot of people use messenger anyway uh but as a video caller uh you think you know yeah but like say even for a serious kind of video like a businessy one you wouldn't think facebook messenger but it's actually quite stable um one time i was doing trying to do a, uh, an interview with somebody and tried skype tried zoom none of them worked very well and even tried whatsapp uh, call but it wouldn't work on the laptop that time uh, so ended up on Facebook Messenger and said look let's try this and you know what uh, because I think my internet was quite slow that time I was having a bit of trouble with my operator and got it, before I got it sorted out it was it was quite slow and Messenger seemed to work uh, so I went on Messenger I was able to record and do the do all the bits and pieces I wanted to do so yeah it worked quite well that time now that that wasn't a long-term kind of review or anything, but it worked quite well for video. The The sound quality was pretty okay, uh, and it was it didn't uh, cut out or anything. 
So um, best cross-platform uh, FaceTime alternative, they say here. Um, it's Facebook Messenger. Um, it's ubiquitous, available on web and phone. Oh, hold on, it's iOS, Android, Windows, and Mac via web. Uh, maximum free users, 50. Uh, available on web and phone, maximum 50 people allowed on video call. And in the downside is it lacks more work-friendly features. Yeah, it isn't an out-and-out -out kind of, it's not like Zoom or anything where it suits work. It's more of um, it's more of a fun one or a family one or a kind of thing like that. But it does work if you need it, and it has up to 50 people, so that's pretty good. Uh, the beauty of using Facebook Messenger for video chat is this. You probably already signed up to use it as long as you have a Facebook account and the Facebook Messenger app on your phone or you're logged into Facebook Messenger web app on your computer, you can start video chatting with your Facebook friends right now. Uh, even if you had a Facebook account at one time and still have an, uh, uh, and have since deactivated, you can still use Messenger. Oh, I didn't even know that, so that's handy. If you got rid of Facebook, you can still use Messenger. Uh, just tap the little video camera icon on the upper right corner of the screen and you'll start to call. You'll start to call with either uh, that individual or chat group and just like Skype up to 50 people can be present on a Facebook Messenger chat. Uh, and in number seven is WhatsApp. Uh, do you know what? Of all the video calling stuff, that's probably the, this is probably the one I use the most because I use it for all my messaging and things like that. Uh, so this is definitely my most, my main one that I use. Uh, another cross-platform video, of course I don't use it for recording and things like that, I just use it for chatting uh, on my phone. Uh, so yeah, another cross-platform video calling solution, iOS and Android. Also, I didn't even know actually, <laughs> I've never, I, I don't use many Apple products, so I didn't know you can have um, WhatsApp on iOS as well, so that's pretty good. But uh, you know, they seem to love their, um, the Apple users seem to love um, their AirDrop and all that kind of stuff, so they probably uh, mightn't be as be widely used. Although it's handy when you're cross-platforming. If you have a lot of people with Android phones and things like that, um, it might make it a little bit easier. Uh, so end-to-end -end encryption uh, is the upside. 50-person call groups, that's very good. Uh, the downside is video calls limited to mobile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can have WhatsApp web. But did I, yeah, yeah, I tried, as I was saying earlier, when I, I tried to get it, obviously it doesn't work on web. I had it on WhatsApp web on my computer, but it wouldn't, uh, it obviously wouldn't make calls and stuff. Uh, so that was when I ended up uh, going to Facebook one that time. Uh, WhatsApp is one of the most popular messaging alternatives on smartphones today uh, because both it and, or because, both because it's a snap to join uh, with only a phone number and because many of your friends and family are probably already using it or at least have an account. Uh, up until recently, WhatsApp's video calling feature wasn't the most robust out there, but that changed once the max participant limit was raised to 50. Also, they've kind of uh, boosted it a bit. Maybe they added a few servers and things like that. Uh, thanks to an integration with Facebook's Messenger New Rooms feature, the one downside to WhatsApp's video suite is that even though WhatsApp users offer desktop um, to web and web apps, video chat is limited to mobile app users. Yeah, that's something maybe they can, uh, they can fix. Since they have it on Facebook Messenger, they might as well do it on WhatsApp as well. At least WhatsApp video calls are intended encrypted. Uh, just like chat messages, in other words, you'll never have to worry about any of your conversations being intercepted by nefarious interlopers. Um, how to choose the best video chat app for you? Uh, because all of the best video chat apps are free, you shouldn't fear about trying to get one uh, 
Fear trying each one. Yeah. But some people don't have time, like that person that texts me and mightn't have time. Um, if it's just what I'd recommend to anybody, uh, if it's just for chatting family to family, uh, kind of use whatever you have already. If your phone has Facebook uh, built in, you know, use the Facebook Messenger. If you regularly use WhatsApp, use that. Uh, if you're maybe planning a few more people or something you want to use on your desktop and things as well, uh, maybe it might be worth installing Zoom and things like that. So that's uh, reasonably comprehensive coverage of uh, of um, the different video chatting apps out there. So I'm going to take a bit of a break. Or we take music. Might take a bit of music, and we'll be back after this with more Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan with you. So now you're very welcome back to. I'll just make sure I'm recording everything. Okay, here. So you're welcome, very welcome back to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan with you. Uh, before the, we're, the break, we we're talking about video chatting apps. Um, Next up, we're going to talk about sound cancelling or active noise cancelling headphones. So uh, I've never actually had a pair and I've been saving up recently, uh, putting a few quid away during, during the lockdown, what I've saved from going to the cinema and things like that, because I always wanted to get a really good pair. I had a voucher that I got back for my car insurance, actually, for, you know, a lot of people got money back. So I was keeping that and I had another voucher I had. So I put them all together and I got a f- my first kind of decent set of um active noise cancelling headphones and I looked at all the reviews and for years and years the number one kind of for a lot of it was between Bose and Sony the XM3 the WH1000 XM3 um, but people called them the XM3s uh, it was kind of the number one for years and years and I, I knew it was out for a long time and so I said I'm going to wait like this was about two or three months ago uh, when I was thinking about getting a set I said, you know what, I'm going to wait now because there was a few rumors going around that there was a new set coming out. And it was the rumors started getting stronger and stronger. So I said, OK, I'm definitely not going to buy a set of XM3s because although the prices were coming down, but I, I, don't, I wouldn't be a fan of buying a, a, mo- a model when a brand new model is coming out because however many reductions are, it'll be worth a lot less uh, once the new ones come out. Um so then they they announced the release of the XM4. So I said I gotta take the plunge now. I'm gonna get the the XM4. So I got those uh, a few days ago. Uh, my first kind of I like I've been in shops where you try on the noise cancelling headphones. You put them on and all of a sudden all the ambient sound around you kind of disappears and it's kind of cool. Um, and you know you try a bit of me. You know you'd have the ones where you can plug in your your headphones and or you plug in your phone and try it out and things like that. But I never really had a proper. Uh, proper testing of it um so first time i tried them i was sitting outside uh waiting for my wife to come out of a shop or something like that and there was like cars driving by and there was like uh it was a big building there was air conditioners you could hear you wouldn't even realize you're you can hear them but there is there's a there's a constant hum going on all the time and I opened the packaging. I was waiting for a while, so I said, I'll, I'll try out these. Uh, I was only after buying them, so put on the headphones, and all of a sudden, everything disappears. It's amazing how it does it. So how it actually does it is it, it has microphones. I think this one has like four or five microphones built in. It listens to all the ambient sound around you and how sound waves work, that if you play... Sound waves have a certain shape, have an up and down waves, like uh, like waves in the sea. And if you play a sound wave that's the exact opposite back at it, 
one will cancel the other one out. So that's why they call it noise cancelling. So what that means is, even if it's quite loud, uh, if you play the exact same sound, but they flipped upside down, we'll say the exact opposite sound, back uh, towards it, everything will disappear, even though there's two loud, loud enough noises going on at the same time. It'll cancel it, they'll cancel each other out. Yeah, because it's waves just moving air around uh, that, that actually causes noise, you know. Uh, and if you if you play the exact opposite, it'll can, it'll make it disappear. So that's what these do. And apparently, from what everything I read and everything, they do it pretty much better than any other pair. Uh, so the reason I said I'd hold out, not just the price as well, they, they've um, uh, apparently improved. No, I've never tried out any other ones that much before. So, but they have. Uh, they say they've improved, and reviewers say it as well. They've improved the active noise cancellation from um, previous models. Um, they have also added a thing which I've using all the time now at work. I find incredibly handy, and I can't. I, I'm. I, I can't imagine having the older ones without it. Uh, now that I've used these ones, is what it does is it can connect to two devices at the same time. So when I go to work, I turn on my laptop, uh, turn on my phone, or my phone is already on. Turn on the headphones, and I have it set up. It took, you know, a bit, little bit of setting up, uh, but it connects to the phone and the laptop at the same time. And whichever one is playing sound, it'll, uh, you know, it'll uh, play. So I could be like, listen to a podcast, turn on the headset, continue the podcast, then turn on my work laptop and start editing audio and the audio starts playing straight away turns off the podcast or pauses the podcast on the phone and then if i turn off the audio and play or a call comes in for example i'm working away editing some show or something i get a call it it takes over and starts playing on the headphones so it's very very handy um yeah, you can jump between both. You know, you could do work and have your phone at the same time. You can listen to a voice message and then go straight back to whatever work you were doing. Um, very, very handy. Uh, the multiple device aboard, especially for me, I find it very handy. But um, the noise cancelling is amazing. But the sound quality as well is excellent, you know. I've always had kind of like, um, I've gone more the budget side of things. You know, get very good ones for uh, as cheap as possible, you know. But uh, you can really tell when you, you know, it's different than phones. I think phones, because they all use the same kind of software and they all use the same kind of hardware. You know, they use the Snapdragon chips, same in the cheap one, or say the mid-range, the, the, the flagship killers, as they call them, you know, the 865s and things like that. It's the same in the big ones or the small ones. They all use like uh, Samsung panels on them and things like the phone so you know you can get a xiaomi say the mi 90 like uh, i had before or the the realme x2 pro and it'll it'll easily do the same job as like the the galaxy s20 ultra or whatever like that you know they have a lot of them use sony lenses you know, it's much and much of the same and it uses Google software and they kind of, most of them, like OnePlus, they try to keep it very clean, uh, like a basic uh, Android was kind of what you want. So you can get away with it with phones, I think. Uh, I have used, you know, high-end, say, thousand euro phones as well. And I, to be honest, I found mine kind of quicker than a lot of those because a lot of those have your... 
say eight gig of RAM, whereas where I have twelve and I have US, UFS three point and I've kind of slightly higher specs than some seriously expensive phones. So you can definitely shop around and not lose anything getting getting mid range or kind of flagship killer phones. But headsets, there's a lot more involved. You know, it's a lot of uh, Sony, especially they're so far ahead on a lot of the software that is quite amazing. Their app that comes with it is really good. Actually, when I connect to Bluetooth. It automatically invited me to install the app, which is quite cool. Everything is just a kind of a classy, you know. Even even when you press the power to turn it on, the voice that talks to you is like something from a sci-fi movie. Uh, it's like a lady's voice, and it's very futuristic sounding. And uh, the the sound isolation is the most amazing part. Music is better as well when all the sound is isolated and cancel all the noise around you. Nothing interferes with the music. I was just actually just lying down on the, the sofa just listening. I put on like classical opera music or something, just something that has a lot of highs and lows, you know, because a lot of, you know, there's something to really test it, you know, that kind of way. So I was going through like a Spotify playlist of, of uh, you know, um, Pavarotti and different classical music and stuff. And I wouldn't be my my favorite type of music, but it's good. It's very good for testing headsets. Uh, it goes from little, you know, two or three instruments playing up to a full band with with some massive singer singing at the same time, you know, some giant voice. And you you really get to test the bass, you test the mids, you test the, the, the highs, everything like that. Uh, so you really, it's a great way to test a good set of headphones. And there, I've never, uh, the closest I've ever got was my brother has a set of the original, um, Beats by Dr. Dre, which now they're not as good as they used to be, but the very original ones had some pretty good hardware in them, and he got the the best ones that time, the the studio ones, and they were very expensive, and they were pretty good, you know. Uh, they were like you, <laughs> as I often tell him, to his annoyances. That time he could have got like Sennheisers or got different ones that would have um, blown them out of the water for the same price, especially or less money. Uh, but they were pretty good. But uh, up to that time, they were probably the best that I had tried. I had um, actually I had um, AKG, um, but they were very small. They were on-ear earphones. They were they were kind of number one in Stuff magazine that time, and uh, I was interested in them. But they were pretty cheap. They were on sale, and uh, they were K four five ones or something like that. And they were pretty good. They were very small though, and they didn't suit. I prefer over ears, but they weren't active noise cancelling or anything like that. But I think overall, all rounders, well, they're obviously the best headphones I've ever had. But there's definitely a jump up in class. Um, they're very, very good now. I have to say, I really like them. Um, so yeah, there's. I was looking at the Bose. There are seven hundreds as well. There's there's a few different ones, Sennheisers and things like that. But I think. If you look up like 30 different reviews of the top 10 active noise cancelling, nearly all of them have the Sony XM4. So I decided to go with the crowd and see. <laughs> now, I hadn't tried them before I bought them, but uh, no, I'm pretty good now. Um, yeah, but there are there are definitely other ones out there. And, worth, and of course, like a new model will come out down the line as well, and they'll probably be replaced. But the, although the XM3 kind of stayed top of the top of the pile for a good while. Pretty much until the XM4 came out. Although there was a few catching up. Some of the Bose ones and stuff were catching up. I think Bose were there before Sony, but Sony kind of came out and revolutionized it. In It's the app that goes with it and all the software. Apparently, they've already made improvements on the XM4, some stuff that people were talking about. And the call quality in the XM3 was famous for being bad. Uh, it was their one big 
kind of weakness and apparently they fixed that they added more microphones on the outside and they improved the cancelling of the surrounding stuff so it just picks up your voice uh, there's another thing actually built into them before I go back to the news um, is a thing called uh, you can kind of activate it you can have the cancelling on and you can have music and everything but when you talk it turns it off but I find it annoying <laughs> I, I didn't realise that I actually have a habit of kind of a little bit singing along with songs or kind of like mm, sing along and it, it automatically turns off the noise cancellation pauses the song and everything every time I do it so like okay that's annoying I have to turn that off straight away um, it was handy for here if other people start talking to you it would pause it so you could chat to them but although you can put your right hand over the the ear um, cuff and it'll, it'll or the ear the, the earphone itself and it will uh, it'll it'll pause it for a while until uh, you take your hand away again but uh, let's get back to the news. Uh, Amazon invests in new County Galway wind farm. Uh, internet retail and web services giant Amazon has announced it's investing 115 uh, a new in a new 115 megawatt uh, wind farm project in Ardru County Galway, which will begin operating 2022. Amazon said the new wind farm will support its Amazon Web Services data centers in Ireland. Uh, the new project in Ardru uh, adds to Amazon's existing projects in Esk. County Cork and Mean Bog in County Nigal. <laughs> They're just picking places with funny names to, to do these, uh, to, to pick these wind farms. Um, the County Cork wind farm is due to come into operation from next month, while the County Donegal site will follow up in 2022. Uh, Amazon have said the three projects are set to add 229 megawatts of renewable energy to the Irish grid each year. Uh, so they'll use it to power their their. Why don't they put a big um, warehouse up here and start selling stuff? Wouldn't that be handy? Uh, and because we we don't want to have to keep buying stuff from the UK. Um, uh, anyway, they will help reduce carbon emissions by up to 366 tons of CO2 each year and produce enough renewable energy to power 185,000 Irish homes a year. Amazon has committed to achieving net zero carbon emissions by 2040, uh, 10 years ahead of the Paris Agreement as part of this pledge. Uh, it aims to being powered 100% by renewable energy by 2025, including in Ireland. Uh, one of all, uh, once all three wind farms are operational, Amazon said it will be the largest single corporate buyer of renewable energy in the country. Uh, it says it expects to announce more renewable projects as the company heads towards its 100% renewable energy goal. Amazon also said today that it is innovating to preserve water and is committing to conserving and reusing where possible. Uh, to reduce both the energy and water it uses in its data centers, Amazon said it uses direct evaporation cooling systems, which mainly uses outside air to cool its servers. This means that uh, for more than 95% of the year, we use no water to cool our data centers in Ireland, the comp company says. So that's quite good. Uh, I just hope they can finally sometime build a warehouse here and start uh, so we can get same day delivery and things like they can in the UK and America and stuff. So uh, next bit of news. Buy Me expands its operations to Cork and creates 50 jobs. Um Online grocery delivery provider BuyMe is launching its services in Cork uh, with the creation of up to 50 jobs uh, for so-called personal shoppers. The service is being launched in partnership with super supermarket chain Lidl Ireland. 
Buy Me services were previously only available in Dublin and a number of outlying commuter towns uh, until May of this year when it entered the UK market. The group formed a partnership with retailer Co-op in the Bristol, the city of Bristol and its surrounding area. Buy Me describes itself as a premium personal shopper service. Users of the app can select a grocery store, the products they wish to purchase and a same-day delivery slot. Uh, the group claims it can fulfil certain orders within the hour. Uh, customers can also opt for a personalised call from their shopper in store uh, if an item is out of stock. Oh, so they can ring them, said uh, that that uh, margarine you wanted isn't been made since 1984. Uh, can I get you something else? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's pretty handy, I suppose. If you're not able to be out and about and things like that, you can have a personal shopper do a shopping for you. I don't know, it doesn't say how much it costs, but... Uh, I presume it's not cheap. Uh, this took capital, or just about how much capital they raised, 10.5 million to date. Uh, so at least it's good for some jobs and stuff. So, yeah, it's always good. Uh, the 2021 BT Young Scientist Competition is to be a virtual event. Uh, the 2021 BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition will be a virtual event and organisers say they will rise to the challenge to make it a spectacular success. Uh, speaking to RT's Morning Ireland, Dr Tony Scott, co-founder of the exhibition, says that COVID-19 restrictions will, pre- will prevent the event from going ahead in the RDS. However, he said for students entering the virtual competition, it will not make much difference and they will be able to apply online as always with this year's entry, free, entry fee waived. Because there is no injury, you'll just be broadcasting from home or from your school or something. Uh, Dr. Scott said it will continue to be one of the one-to-one judging process between the student and the judge, with 15 minutes spent uh, talking virtually to each student about their project. He says that young people are adaptable and will rise to the challenge along with the organisers. The new format will allow an international audience to view the event online for the first time ever. Uh, Dr. Scott says entries are already coming in. Uh, with scientists playing a key role in combating COVID-19, he thinks many will be inspired to take part. Entries close on the 22nd of September and over 2,000 applications are expected, with 550 projects making the final cut. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, now we'll go to, what is the CNET? Uh, the best essential gear for your motorcycle emergency kit. So any motorcyclists out there, this is some of the best survival gear that you have. If you have an accident, need medical assistance or get a flat tire. Uh, so what do they say? The best bag for your emergency kit, the Kriege US 10 rolled top dry bag. Uh, so it's a, it's a nice sealed flat bag. So it looks kind of uh, good for wind, resi- you know, not too... Uh, it won't get caught in the wind too much. It's, it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I forget. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, the Krieger US 10 dry bag. Uh, the best multi-tool, Leatherman, Wingman. There's loads of different multi-tools out there. That looks uh, kind of standard enough one. I have a few different ones on it. Yeah, it has scissors, knife, uh, screwdrivers, things like that. So, yeah, just things to have handy to have on your motorcycle and uh, a good flat bag, uh, Leatherman, or a good multi-tool. Medical kit, this is the Adventure Medical Kits Ultralight 7, that's the one they recommend, but yeah, any good. another no-brainer is carrying a first aid kit in your emergency bag, whether it's getting uh, stung by a bee when you're riding, burning yourself on a hot exhaust pipe, or even dealing with blisters from a new pair of riding boots. There are many reasons to carry a basic first aid kit. Uh, the ultralight version I've chosen is compact, reasonably complete, uh, waterproof and affordable. This is the the one I keep towards the top of my bag, so it's easily accessible. 
Uh, so that's pretty good. Yeah, a good first aid kit for burns and stings and things like that. Uh, best trauma kit. Uh, I suppose these would be kind of well. I suppose you could they could come up any time. But I suppose if you're doing like a long journey, a lot of people do long journeys. They go even across on ferries and things like that. Uh, go over to France or go around England or something. Um, but maybe not at the moment. But in in normal times um so this is a good trauma kit it's good to have as well in case you know on long journeys these things can happen well they can happen anytime but better bigger chance i suppose uh lightning x products premium nylon molly pouch emergency kit uh this is a more serious medical kit when things go really really wrong as they say um unlike with the first aid kit this one takes some more education to use correctly and it could be kind of a life and death kind of thing uh, uh, if used properly and st- stuff like that. Uh, this kit is great because it comes with a lot of gear to help stop bleeding, seal wounds, clear uh, airways and more. Uh, especially like the rat style tourniquet uh, that this kit comes with more than uh, the cheaper SWAT style that comes in more other in, in other kits. Um, if you get this, make sure you know exactly how to. Yeah, because apparently if tourniquets are used incorrectly, I saw a video recently, someone had like a minor cut. And they were putting a tourniquet on it and it was completely improper use of it. Some medical people were saying that they'd actually do more harm than good for like a minor, like a laceration, just like a cut uh, skin. It was only skin deep, you know, it wasn't a deep cut. So it was kind of the wrong thing to use. Uh, but that's the Lightning X products premium nylon molly, <laughs> M-O-L-L-E pouch emergency kit. But I'm sure there's lots of tourniquet motorcycle kits or whatever, or not tourniquet, but like, um, what do they call it? Uh emergency kit for motorcycles uh the silenic 1000 lumen rechargeable led headlamp um so this is the one they recommend but there's loads of different ones i actually got a good one um i could do a bit of fishing and stuff and you know you sometimes go at night time fly fishing and things like that so i'd have a good headlamp and i've one with like five lights on it i I forget what name it was and stuff but it takes these weird one, two, three. It's, they're actually the same batteries that go in those smoking things. You know, those, um, what are they called? The the vapes. Uh, it's a big, it's like a giant uh, AA battery. It's like one and a half times the length and, and wider as well. Uh, but I found rechargeable versions and I with a charger. So I got those uh, and those ba- I can recharge them the whole time. So it's very handy. Um and it's good there's loads of those different headlights but a good one uh the one i the one they show here is just a headband one but the one i have is it goes over your head as well i think it was about 20 euro and you can get rechargeable batteries and things for them so it's another good thing to have in your bag cambridge zippets cable ties oh yeah so a packet of cable ties uh, if you're in a pinch, you can fix just about anything with the judicious use of zip ties and swearing. <laughs> uh, I carry a pack like this with many different sizes of cable ties, and they've saved me from having to get a tow on more than one occasion. Uh, so, yeah, a good set of cable ties. Uh, Humvale 304 stainless steel screw and nut assortment. Uh, so a, a set of screws and nuts. This is one of those things that seem kind of extreme to have in your repair kit until you find yourself on the side of a freeway uh, or a main road uh, in the middle of nowhere at midnight with a missing bolt on your shifter or worse, or your gear shifter uh, or worse, a brake caliper. Uh, these things happen because motorcycles vibrate like a hot and like a lot oh yeah they vibrate a lot like a hot hotel said uh boats can work this their way loose obviously checking your bike over and making sure things are tight on a semi-regular semi-regular basis is a good thing 
Uh, so yeah, that now you know not many people would have those kind of things, I suppose. Uh, the best CO two tire inflator, the Pro Bike Tool CO two inflator. It's a small little inflator. Uh, flat tires happen, and they happen more often than you think. Uh, if you don't happen to be near a petrol station, then uh, when one does, and it seems to be more often than not, getting uh, air back in your motorcycle tire can be challenging. These CO2 power f- powered inflators are genius. Uh, take up almost no space in your tire repair kit and are powered by readily available disposable CO2 canisters. Uh, so you can just put a canister in and it'll it'll inflate your tire. So that's quite handy. What uh, that's a pro bike tool CO two inflator. Uh, the best tire plug kit um, stop and go one thousand pocket tire plugger. Also, if you get a like a nail stuck in your tire, you can pull it out and push in this uh, with uh, I think is it glue or something that comes with them to kind of repair your tire. Um, so that's the stop and go one thousand. Uh, uh, repair kit there so Motion Pro tire levers for getting the tires off um, best visor cleaner I remember years ago I used to have a motorbike a couple of motorbikes myself and uh, yeah, the f- cleaning the visor was always the problem and fogging up and things like that so this muck off visor lens and uh, goggle cleaning kit uh, trying to see through a bug spattered or greasy visor sucks uh, while most helmet manufacturers recommend only using water to clean their visor, sometimes on the road, this is not an option. Or where there is water aplenty, it's not just enough to do the job. Um, Permex uh, Fast Orange Hand Cleaning Wipes. Oh yeah, so hand wipes. Your hands get sweaty with the motorcycle gloves and th- stuff on, so a good set of hand wipes. Uh, paper towels. Best compact tool. Uh, wear at tool check plus metric bit ratchet set. Uh, but there's loads of different toolkits out there. This is the one that they recommend on CNET. And the favorite, G- a favorite GPS tracker for motorcyclists is the Spot-Tree Satellite GPS Messenger. The GPS tracker is another list that seems kind of extreme and it's not super cheap, but there's plenty of places not that far outside of big cities like Los Angeles that you don't have a mobile phone and aren't necessarily regularly trafficked by people. So if you get lost or something, the downside is it's 122 a year or 15 a month. Uh, so, yeah, but your f- lot of phones and stuff, I do a lot of that kind of stuff nowadays. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of some tips for your motorcycle. Some things you might not have think, uh, think to have. Um, but it's always, I suppose, it's always handy having a bit of a backpack or something with all, uh, stuff that you might need in it uh, when you go out and about on your motorcycle. Yeah, so we might take another bit of music now and we'll be back and we'll look at the, we'll maybe go quickly through some of the stories in the in the tech news. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll do a faster version of that because we're, we've gone through a nice bit of time today. I will be back after this or uh, maybe a set of ads. We'll have a set of ads back after these with some more Tech Thursday. And you're very welcome back to Tech Thursday. And now what we're going to do is we're going to go quickly through some of the last few stories with the last few minutes left. Um, and we'll see what's in the news. Uh, so Elon Musk's Neuralink update, how to watch start uh, how to watch start time working devices. So he has this mad uh, like uh, little microchip that goes onto your brain and, and can 
uh, can interact and things like that. Startable demo, it's brain-computer interface on Friday. Here's how to see live. So that maybe you, you can use your brain to move things and things like that, and it'll get more advanced as it goes on. He was talking on Joe Rogan podcast a while ago about it, but I forget exactly what it's going to do, but it's, it's fairly involved. Uh, it means, like, drilling a hole in the, in the skull and uh, putting the putting a chip on the brain but it could it could help people say that are um to have disabilities and stuff to to have working legs and things like that again it uh, can connect up to the spine and things like that so in the future so they have some big plans uh, for it um he teased he would be showing off the latest developments from Neuralink, his startup company that aims to connect our brains with PCs. We knew an update was coming in August, but now we have time. Uh, we have a time and live webcast confirmation. So it's on Friday the 28th at 3 p.m. PT, uh, 6 p.m. ET. Uh, so that's American time. So I don't know what it is, like six or seven hours in the difference. So I'd be worth looking it up. But on the 28th of August anyway. Um so maybe it's uh, 10 p.m. or something like 9 p.m., something like that. Uh, it'd be worth looking it up. But uh, during an earlier tease back in February, most noted the next version of Neuralink will be awesome compared to what uh, was presented during the first Neuralink presser. He said they will have a working device, so that'll be interesting to see what it can do. So we'll, we maybe talk about that next week. Uh, so the best TV for uh, 2020. So this is CNET. They do their top 10 TVs. Uh, best TV for the money is the TLC 6 series. Uh, these are very popular. They're Chinese made TVs, but I've never, I don't know anybody has one of them. I don't know. Are they, you don't see them in the shops and stuff as much. Uh, but yeah, they're becoming increasingly popular, these TLC, TCL, sorry, TVs. Uh, so it'll be interesting. They sell them on Amazon, Best Buy and Walmart. We don't have those, but they sell them on Amazon. So I don't know if they sell them here. I think they do. I think I've seen them on Amazon here, but not in the shops as much that I can think of. Uh, but best value for money, they say, is that TCL TV. Uh, the best picture quality king uh, by a nose is the LG OLED CPX series. Uh, so if you want the ultimate best screen is the LG OLED CPX. Uh, best picture quality in a non-OLED is the TCL 8 series again. Um, the best uh, second best TV for the money is the Vizio M8 series Quantum. So I haven't, I don't, I don't know anybody with Vizio TV. Uh, yeah, so I don't know too much about them, but uh, aside from TCL 6 series, the runner-up for the best TV for the money, and no uh, TV offers this much picture for this little cat. Uh, they say 690 for 55-inch. So how much is that TCL TV? Actually, I go back up again. Um, it's 700 on Amazon for what size? 55-inch uh, starts at 700. So it's not exactly cheap, but it is, is it OLED? Uh, it could be, yeah. Anyway, uh, second best is the Vizio. Best budget TV is the C TCL 4 series. So they're mad about these TCL. Uh, 210 for 43 inches. Um, best smaller budget TCL 3 series. Other stuff to know about buying a TV. So, yeah, that's it. It's not exactly a <laughs> comprehensive list. I thought it'd be better than it was, but sure, we're only going quickly through them anyway. So I'd be looking up other ones. Uh, Toshiba are doing some cheap stuff at the moment. Uh, some good price, say, value for money, we'll say, rather than cheap. But um, yeah, but some people prefer quality. They might be going for uh, Samsung, LG, Sony, things like that. So it all depends on what you're looking for. Android TV, some people love Android TV rather than the built-in software. So it all depends on what you want. Uh, Fitbit Sense 3, uh, new, three new sensors, temperature, ECG, and stress. Uh, 
could be a big deal. How does it measure stress? Is it heart rate or something? Uh, ECG similar to the Apple Watch. Uh, and Samsung Galaxy Watch, Galaxy Watch 3 stress sensing via EDA electrodermal activity uh, galvanizing skin response sensor and temperature sensing similar to the Aura Ring so yeah, that's pretty cool uh, some new stuff in the new Fitbit Microsoft Flight Simulator 5 things I learned playing the new ultra realistic flight sim flight sim fans have been waiting more than a decade for this all new version so there's the new version of the famous uh, flight simulator from Microsoft Flight Simulator 5 uh, five Olympus mirrorless cameras can now double as Mac webcams so some of the new the e, uh, the e series e, um, M1X M1 M1 uh, Mark 2 M1 Mark 3 they'll all work as webcams uh, the E Mark 5 as well or Mark Mark 2 M5 Mark 2 so all those new E, I had the old E500 years ago, uh, but they've, they've moved on a little bit since then. So those uh, new Olympuses, or all those Olympuses will work as webcams now as well. So that's pretty handy. Canon cameras, you can now automatically upload your fo- uh, pictures to Google Photos. So that's handy as well. If you have a problem with storage or anything like that, um, but you need a Google One membership. So, But uh, if you have a Google One membership, you can upload uh, your photos with uh, Canon is it certain Canon cameras? And then I'll just go quickly down through it. It doesn't say, clarify that technically these images aren't being sent directly from your camera to the cloud. They're being routed through your phone. Oh, so you have to do it through your phone. Okay, so it's kind of like, yeah. Kind of most, nearly all can do that anyway. <laughs> I have a Nikon at home that I can upload to my phone and then those will automatically upload to the cloud anyway, so. It's kind of a non-story, really. Uh, NVIDIA makes Shield TVs impressive 4K upscaling even more useful with new updates. So that if you have an NVIDIA Shield 4K, uh, you could do more with the customizable remote button. Uh, it has AI enhanced, enhanced basic, high, medium, and low uh, with, when it comes to video upscaling. So that's some new options with the NVIDIA Shield 4K. Uh, NZXT's new $700 pre-built gaming PC is an affordable entry-level option. Uh, comes with an i3 and GTX 6, 1650, so it's an entry. It looks pretty cool, actually, now. It's all uh, like a transparent screen, so you can see into it. That's granted until it's full of dust, <laughs> but I uh, know. Uh, it looks pretty nice now. White with a, like a big window where you can see everything inside. So it looks like a nice gaming computer uh, starting at 700 for the for the entry-level one. And it'll still be pretty good compared to normal PCs. That's the NZXT. Uh, Sony opens registration for invite-only PlayStation 5 pre-order. So they're taking a leaf out of the OnePlus One here. And they're, they're doing uh, uh, invite-only. Uh, so you have to apply for an invite. Uh, but I'm sure I'm going to chance it like I did with the PS4 and just go in on the first day and uh, get it. Uh, hopefully get it li- line up really early in the morning and, and an hour early and something get it uh, Netflix Altered Carbon has been cancelled after two seasons uh, so that's a show that was I watched the first season and then it just started going downhill pretty quickly for me I just got kind of bored of it or something but uh, yeah so I stopped watching that uh, Joe Budden is taking his podcast off Spotify because the company is pillaging its audience uh, so he's 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 gone 
No, he doesn't like Spotify anymore. Um, Dota 2's the international 10 prize pool has hit a record-breaking 34 million and counting. So the eSports tournament is getting some serious money. Uh, LG officially announces its battery-powered air purifier mask uh, with two fans designed to make it easier to breathe. So LG has an air purifier mask. If you're big into your masks, and a lot of people are at the moment, LG is making an air purifier mask that makes it a little bit easier to breathe as well. So that's good. It probably will cost a few quid, but might be worth it. Uh, you can buy Fairphone's new handset or just its cameras as an upgrade. Uh, new camera modules will fit into its t- 2019 Fairphone tree. I haven't, I've never used a Fairphone. I've, I, to be honest with you, I've never even heard of them. But uh, there's a Fairphone and you can swap out its camera module. So if you have one of those, you can buy a camera for it. Okay, that's all the tech news for today. We just went through the last ones there pretty quickly because the time is pretty short. Uh, thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.